What's up, you majestic what the fucks? This is The Inner Idiot. That's right, you hear the music. Put your ugly kids to bed. It's time for The Inner Idiot. The show where we just sprinkle enough I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life across your ear holes. It's me, your host, Tyler. And I'm joined today by my co-host, as always, the lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books, Lord Shorty, fresh two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Hi. <laughs> that was a little scary. Good, 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 good. Oh. I'm here for the intimidation factor, nothing more. Dude, that Weird Al you were singing earlier was really intimidating. I feel so emasculated. My fucking rap skills, bruh. Well, ladies, do we have a treat for you. Everyone's favorite redhead and a wizard in bed. He just... Oh, he won't just steal your soul. He'll lick your butthole. He may have speckles and pasty skin, but he'll always make you feel like a fucking tin. The ginger you can't find on Tinder. Miles Shom. Two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Well, thank you for that wonderful intro. Yeah, I do my best, man. I do my best. The whole time you sit there, like, no, no. none of this is happening. Uh, wizard's right. Yeah, you want to lick a butthole? No ass eating. What? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. You're a smoker, right? Yeah. When you were young, did you think smoking was gross? No. Oh God, you're killing it here. What is something you thought was gross when you were younger, but you enjoy now? Jeez. Anything? It's not off the top of my head, no. Oh, well, you killed the joke. That's all right. I, I honestly can't think of anything either. Something that I thought was like gross and I, shit. I thought beer was gross when I was younger, but I fucking love it now. I still think beer is gross. Yeah, well, you're an exception to the rule. Oh, well, okay. I mean, a lot of people do. Let's be honest. A lot of people do. Everyone tells me it's like an acquired taste. I'm like, why do I got to acquire a taste of something that tastes like shit? To get drunk? What the fuck about that? There's better ways to get drunk. Yeah, there's fucking tastier ways to get drunk. See, now, dude, I, I've said this before, but I hated the taste of alcohol so much when I was younger that I just smoked pot. Like, it's easier. It doesn't taste as bad. gets me fucked up quicker. Like, I just smoked pot. That was it. Mm, see, I, I wasn't on that train. Yeah, it's just, it was easier. It wasn't my thing. Really? Everyone's wanting to smoke and get high, and I'm just sitting here like, I just, just want to go home and play my video games, man. Oh, I do that, too. I feel that. I feel that. I always had a lot of people at my house. That, like, my house was the party house. So, it's just, there was always something going on. Midget strippers, booger sugar, all that stuff. I don't feel like half of that statement is true. Half of it is, half of it isn't. I I'll know. leave it up to you which one is. Oh, I know which one's true. Well, that, and then you, you count on the fact that it's a bunch of high school kids. None of them have jobs. Nope. How are they getting all this shit? Hey, look, my mom was... Where are you dude. getting the booger sugar? My mom... God. Dude, my mom was a savage. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of good parenting, let's get into today's top five. Okay. Top five reasons why raising two girls as a man is like being in a Mexican prison. That's right. These are from my personal experiences. Okay, so real quick. Hold on. Pause. Stop. <laughs> How do you, or what do you know about Mexican prison? We're about to find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. My pudding cups are always getting jacked. I can't have a fucking pudding cup without my goddamn kids taking them. <laughs> Dad, give me your pudding. Okay. Should you say no? Like, they can't. I mean, they have can you, beat you have up. Have you seen my kids? Yes. Yes. You can't tell them I don't no. have to worry about it. Your one daughter's scared of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, you keep calling her a hellion, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, Just she's kind wait of a she, Wait till she gets to know you. Whatever. Or, fine. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll scare her back. I don't give a shit. Number I'll four. just get scarier. Number four. I pray for solitary confinement to get me out of gym pop. That's right. What pop? Gym pop. I don't know what that is. General population. Oh. Prison terms here, man. I've never been to prison. Neither have I. Except for being at homes like Mexican prison sometimes. You look, you can relate, right? You got kids, Miles. Yeah, I got some little ones running around. Right? You ever afraid one of them is just going to fucking shank you in the in your spinal cord for no goddamn apparent reason? No, they're they're not that sneaky. They're just going to run up on me and jack me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, they're still going to do something. I can't have no snacks of my own, so I feel you the, there. Right? Made a bag of popcorn last night. Aubrey's half asleep on the couch. 
Can, can I get some of that popcorn? <laughs> Dude, it's fucking horrible. Just yeah. the whole fucking bag, huh? Exactly. <laughs> All right, number three. I can't shit in private without them thinking I'm trying to tunnel my out, my way out with a rusty spoon. All Shawshank Redemption style. See, I've heard that a lot, actually. Like, a lot of parents, like, I don't get to pee or poop in private. And you it know? is true. Yeah. You don't. It, it, look, you, you'll see fingers come under the fucking door. Dad, you in there? Dad. Dad, look what I can do. Dad. Dad. Listen, Dad. Let me in, Dad. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping the deuce. Please, just okay. give me a minute. Like, I've probably cried more on the toilet since I've had kids than I've <laughs> cried anywhere else in my entire life. Yeah, if they could get a hold of a fire axe, you'd have a real here's Johnny moment in the <laughs> oh my door. God, this is true. See, I've cried on the toilet a lot more than I have anywhere else, but it's for unrelated reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Number two, they always want something from me, and all I have to trade is chicken-flavored ramen. I mean, that shit's, that shit's currency in jail. I was, I was about to say, that's a pretty good deal. Like, I'm, I'm down with this. Yeah. But I want some fucking ramen. They don't like ramen anymore, though. Uh, what? Yeah. And Reba's house never has ramen in it. It's so weird. It's the only house I've ever been in that doesn't have ramen. I feel like I need to buy some. I'm out of ramen at the moment. Just Are you ramen. really? Yeah. That's strange. I eat that shit on the daily, bro. How do you run out of ramen? You don't go to the store. Mm, that's good. Read. Do you have ramen in your house, Mike? Oh, absolutely. Stacks of it. I trade it to the kids to, you know, make them behave for a little bit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Look, man, here's three packs. Oh, there's that bird. Go sit down for an hour. Oh, those of you who don't know, Reba is in studio for us today. Let's give her two claps and Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! You won't hear from her, but she's here. You might hear a giggle in the background. Yeah. She's really quiet, though. She's right. quiet. Number one, it balances out because I'm loud sometimes and she's quiet. But I, I do listen low. And she talks low, so sometimes, like, my death really gets kicking in. But that's all right. Number one, there are always short, angry humans yelling at me, and I can't understand what the fuck they're saying. I feel like I should be offended. Are you Mexican? I mean, not that Mexicans should be offended either, no, but no, they're no, generally no. short, and I don't understand the words saying, they're fucking you're, saying. You you're said talking short, about your fucking angry humans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said nothing about fucking Mexicans, buddy. You said it's a Mexican and- prison. Not at your house. <laughs> yeah, this is why it's like a Mexican prison raising two girls. Did you not catch with the top five? Right? I heard you, dog, but then you said humans. It got me fucked up. I can understand you, though. Yeah, of course. I don't give you a choice. Yeah. All right. Fucking loud. I got some honorable mentions. One is I have to sleep with my eyes open. Does he sleep with his eyes open? Really? Fucking wild. And the other one is I'm pretty sure the smallest one is in a gang. And hide in the shank at all times. <laughs> Look, we're like without two, a doubt. Yeah, and we're like two steps away from her getting a face tattoo. I know it's coming. <laughs> she's just gonna get a teardrop. <laughs> yeah, she's just for each teddy bear she's lost. she didn't lose them. She buried them motherfuckers in the backyard. Huh? So her face would just be painted at that point. <laughs> oh, dude, the little one is so savage. But that's top five for today. Cool beads. I, I can't contribute to this conversation. I don't I have know. kids. Miles does. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit about you. You're our guest today. Uh, what do you want to know about? I want to know everything. I want to know all the dirt. Oh, God. Sadness. Jesus. Jesus. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Cue up some arms of an angel in the background for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you got going on these days, man? I ain't seen you in a few weeks. I'm either at work. Yeah. Or raising my little hellions. Doing all that online school nonsense, which is garbage. You got cute kids, by the way, and I don't tell people that unless they got cute kids. I Thank fucking you. hate kids. Most people do. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the day of the week, there's sometimes I really am just like, you guys need to go sit down. You're just, you're crying over nothing. You're trying to fight me for no reason. <laughs> there's a reason, we just don't know it. Yeah, I, I hope there is, man. It's... <laughs> If I catch one more, uh, as they like to call it, John Cena's out of nowhere, <laughs> I'm done. John Cena? What do you the mean? What the hell they do to yeah. you? Yeah. I'll just be laying there, out of nowhere, little one climb up on the couch. John Cena, elbow. That's great. I fucking that's love it. And that's, that's her biggest threat. I'm going to John Cena you. <laughs> and I said, hands go up. I kick the noodles over. You, you win. <laughs> Here's your ramen. Let me live. <laughs> I mean, the one time, man, I was over at Miles' house, and they, uh, the one little girl just kept smacking him with a flip-flop. For like yeah. 20 minutes straight. Oh, you got the flip-flop smack? 
Yeah. That's usually reserved for the older women, but she's starting early, huh? Yep. Oh, fuck. If I can burn it out of her now, maybe when she's a teenager, yeah, but she'll but, just be like, okay, I really beat up my dad a lot when I was little. Take it easy on him. Yeah, but when they get older, it's not their dads they're beating with the flip-flop. It's us. It's the other guys. So, like, you're just saving everybody else, whoever she dates down the line, from getting beat with a fucking flip-flop. Well, well, that's all right. I mean, that's how I was raised, you know. If you're going to act up, you do it at home. You leave that front door, you best be on your uh, best behavior, or you're in bigger trouble when you get home. So I'd rather my kids act up when they're not at home. Like, fuck, be good for me. Fuck everybody else. I don't care nah, about them. Because ho- home's supposed to be the safe place where they can do those things. Yeah, home's supposed to be you the know, safe place for me, They're having too. a bad day at school. They want to come home you, and dog. be angry. <laughs> Let them come home and be angry. Uh, I guess. You know. I'm just tired of getting beat up by my children, honestly. Locked doors are amazing things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the little one knows how to pick a lock, though. <laughs> She's not no. Dude, this is true. We, I literally watched her fall standing still the other day. And it, I couldn't help but laugh. Which I, laugh at, I laugh at kids falling down all the time. Dude, anybody falling down is great. Like, here's the thing. If you're around somebody and they fall down and they're not seriously injured, they didn't land on a sword, their neck didn't snap on the way down... I think that was a like, dig at you. I'm feeling like it was a dig at me again. Like, you landed on a sword once? No, it's just the amount of swords that I own. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it wasn't a dig, but if the shoe fits. <laughs> so, like, if you don't laugh at them when they fall, like, I feel like at that point you're rude. If, if somebody falls and they're not seriously hurt, you have to laugh or else you're rude. So, true story about somebody falling. Okay. Uh, when I was a teenager, man, we used to swing from vines and shit. Mm-hmm. Those old fucking ivy vines or whatever that weren't poisonous. Oh, yeah, dude. I used to do that shit all the so, time. Loved it. We had this one, and over in our woods uh, by, the, by the house, right down by the park, um, we had this one where you could swing off and actually clear like a 30-foot gap down. Ooh, yeah, I would swing on that one. Yeah, it's, you know, it, the hill was pretty level, and then it would just drop off straight down about 30 feet. So we'd grab on this thing, run down the hill, and swing out real far and come back. Well, Justin, my buddy, he decided to walk way fu- way high up on the fucking hill and barely hold on to this motherfucker. And he looks at me and my buddy Matt, and he says, if I fall, laugh. It's a deal. <laughs> got it. You fucking, you got me, buddy. So we both agree. Justin takes off. Ah, you know, fucking lobs off this thing. Dude's higher than any of us have gone yet. We hear snap. This motherfucker falls straight down and broke his leg, his ankle, in like four different places. And I, true to form, laughed my ass off. <laughs> Worth it. The whole way down the hill. Matt, however, is not able to hold his shit together. He's freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, freaking out, climbing down the hill. I'm damn near falling over myself. Because <laughs> that shit was the funniest fucking thing ever. Because the whole time he's going down, fuck. It was great. Fuck, plunk. It was delicious. It was sounded so good. It was delicious. It was delicious. Between delicious and your falling fuck, dude, that fuck was on point. Dude, I'm telling you, it was great. Uh, so we get down to the bottom of the hill, and we're like, hey, what happened? And he's like, I broke my leg. And I'm like, good, fuck you, stupid. <laughs> and he was like, go get my dad. I was like, you really want to tell your dad we're down to a place that we're not allowed to be at? It was great. And then his dad gets down there, and he was like, what'd you do? <laughs> He's like, I fell. And he's like, well, no shit, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he says, Dad, you got to help me up the hill. And he's like, fuck you. You're going to struggle. Get in the car. <laughs> That's fucking great. Dude, it was awesome. It was such a good time. All right, well, let's take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you why corn is related to Terminator 2. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm telling you. It's I don't believe thing. you, but all right. It's a thing. Hmm. We'll come back and talk about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
So before we get to in this day in history, I was going to tell you how corn is related to Terminator Two, and here's how. So like, now hold on, stop, pause, real quick. Are we talking about the band or the food? The food. Okay, cool. Continue. All right. So, you know how you eat corn, right? And then you take a dump a month later, and there's corn in. You're like, when the fuck did I eat corn? Okay. Not. You chew your food when you eat it, correct? Yeah. So look, you eat corn, a month later you shit corn, and the corn is whole. The shit is like a T-1000. It just reconstructs itself out of fucking nowhere. Mystery corn poops, dude. It's a thing. And I want to know how the fuck it happens. So listeners, I'm going to need some info here. Message us on Twitter at the Inner Idiot Podcast. Let us know on Instagram, the Inner Idiot Podcast. You know where this is going. The Facebook fan page. Let us fucking know. TikTok isn't up and running yet, but it will be. But don't tell us about corn on the TikTok because I'm going to be fucking a little nervous making those shits anyways. You're going to be nervous? Why? Nah, probably not. I'm probably going to make a lot of TikToks while I'm shitting, honestly. Good. And hit, look, see, it did not take us long to talk about shit in this episode. It was actually in the top five, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. All right. So on in this day in history, it is February 6, 2020. Dumb. Hold on. Hold on. You had something to tell me about Toto. Oh, yeah. We were talking about, uh, you know, how corn's related to Terminator. And mm-hmm. I had read a thing on Reddit, Tumblr, one of those many pages connected uh, Toto from Africa and how they, uh, the whole song is about this guy being a werewolf looking for a cure. And you go through and you break down some of the lyrics. You know, he's talking about the, the this thing that he has become and how he had to run away and bless the rains because there's no moonlight for him to transform. You go through, you read the lyrics, it, it kind of starts to match up. I uh, See, now, after the show, I might have to listen to this song. The artist is Toto, right? And the song is Africa? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I know the song, but it's just, it's, it's not something that's in the forefront of my brain. By the way, look, when y'all hear me pause, that is not for dramatic effect. That is my ADHD mind seeing a fucking brain squirrel all right people so when you hear the pause just know a fucking squirrel just ran through my head because i catch myself doing it all the time look i just did it again fucking squirrel all right anyways it is february 6 2020 dumb and on this day in history some some shit happened mm-hmm. so we talked about train robberies remember that we, we've actually talked about train yeah, robberies briefly briefly Briefery. <laughs> Briefery. Briefery. That was a mistake originally, but I'm sticking with it. Briefery. 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 All right. So, on February 6th, 1891, the first great train robbery by Dalton Gang happened on the southern... By the Dalton Gang. <laughs> on the southern Pacific number 17. Hmm. First train robbery. Cool. What year was that? 1891. I feel like it would have happened before then. When were trains invented? Uh, Beats me. My dad is not our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you're running a train on somebody and somebody unexpectedly jumps in, that's a train robbery too? Yes. <laughs> okay. You think? Yeah, if, if you know, only four people signed up and a fifth person shows up. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I count it. All right. Yeah, run it. Fuck it. Sure. All right. 1935, February 6th, Monopoly board game goes on sale for the God first time. Fucking, yeah, Monopoly has broken up more families than fucking Monica Lewinsky. <sighs> well, I mean, really, she's only she didn't even really break that family up. Hillary stayed in there, didn't she? Yeah. Eh, yeah. fuck it. Cause and effect. Yeah. I used that completely wrong just now, but that's all right. Brain squirrel. <laughs> you like? Do you enjoy Monopoly? God no. No. You're talking to actual people who pl- like people who actually play actual like board games. Yeah, good the ones. good ones. Has, has less to do with actual board games and more with it. You know, I was probably what about nine or ten the first time I really played Monopoly with my sisters and my grandmother, and it was just a nightmare. You know, everybody wants the trains. Everybody wants the electric company and waterworks. Nobody wants to share trade properties. You know, we're ten and we're just like it's all mine. Yeah. yeah, you gotta buy the ghetto in Monopoly though. The ghetto is the key. The first couple properties. Yeah, that is the key. I don't know, man. I fucking hate. I hate that game. Like, can't stand it. 
if some if somebody like if we're sitting there like somebody I've gone to board game nights right mm-hmm. and I have every bit of three or four dozen board games of like all just elaborate shit nothing you can find at fucking Target or anything like that fucking weird shit you gotta buy on, online from Europe you know what I'm saying and I show up and I'm like all right who wants to play this and they're like we're gonna play Monopoly like all right well I'll see y'all later <laughs> dude I've left. Seriously, I'm like, I'm not going to play this. And they're like, what? Come on, man. It's a good bit. It's a classic. Fuck your classic. What? It sucks. After playing D&D, everything else just kind of sucks anyway. That's not true. I love board games. I've... Some of them. No, but a dude. lot of them are just... No. no, there's a fair amount of board oh, games yeah. that are super good. I'm just... I just don't... And it's not... It's You got to separate it from like... um One of the big ones that's actually really popular now, Ticket to Ride. Nothing like D&D, but it's a vast load of fun. Ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride, yeah. You got to build train tracks. Talking about trains. Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe that's why it's so hot on my mind. Is that is that a kid friendly game? Um, it's a little complex. I imagine your oldest would be very would enjoy it, but I can't imagine like yours are a little bit younger. I don't think they would get it, and your youngest definitely not. Yeah, no. So, um, but is your there, your oldest dis- probably would. Is there destruction in the game? No. All right, yeah, the little one. She ain't down <laughs> for it then. All right, that same year, nineteen thirty-five, February sixth, the first election to allow women to vote was in Turkey. In Turkey. In Turkey. That's funny because women usually do the cooking and cook me a turkey. Didn't we talk? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. There's my first stupid of the day. But didn't we we talk about that on like a what the fuck fact? Probably. I feel like we did. Maybe briefly. Briefly. (laughs) Briefly. But I digress. 1952, February 6th. Queen Elizabeth II succeeds George, King George VI to the British throne and proclaimed Queen of the United Kingdom and the other Commonwealth realms, including Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Wait, she's queen over those places? I don't know that that's still the thing, but she's still fucking queen. She's been queen since 1952. Jesus. And yeah. How old was she in 1952? Uh, not as old as she is now, obviously. Well, no shit, stupid. <laughs> God, there's your second one. You take that one. <laughs> oh, here, here's one for the for the uh, true crime fans. February 6, 1980, John Wayne Gacy goes on. That is a weird name. I've always thought that was a weird name. All right, but anyways, John Wayne Gacy goes on trial for the murder of 33 young men in Cook County, Illinois. Mm. Really? What? For those of you who didn't hear, Reba's grandfather pulled him over. Did he get arrested on that? Huh. Maybe your grandpa was part of the reason he got caught. Look at that, people. We got. She, she just said he let him go. Yeah, but he still <laughs> he still wrote. He still he wrote his name down because he was weird. <clears throat> Do you know what year this was? Just curious. No. Hmm. Now, see, my question is: Did they give him some title for all of this too? Uh, Gacy? I don't know. Was he the one that like painted himself up like a clown or some no, shit? No, that was um, fuck. Yeah, well, we're saying it was him. Was it? She's gonna look it up. We'll come back to that one. My next one. All right. Um, this one's kind of depressing. On February sixth, two thousand twenty, date of the first COVID nineteen related death in the U.S. Oh, hmm. confirmed by the CDC. Yeah, that's on April twenty. That that is sad. That is sad. Fucking Rona. It probably wasn't the Rona, though. It no. probably got, like, food poisoning and died from diarrhea. Because that's a thing. A oh. lot of people die from diarrhea. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, see, there we go. That's yeah. that's the issue I have with all these serial killers. They get names? They all, they all get these cool names. The Killer Clown, the Night Stalker. If we start calling them all the small pee-pee killers. <laughs> right. Who, who wants that title? Right. Nobody. Well, I mean, if you get like, how do you know though? You don't. You just say he does. Yeah, and oh. it's gonna do one of two things. Would that be like? The, would that be like motivation to try to get him to stop? You know yeah. What I'm does he want to be remembered as a guy who killed people because he has a small pee pee, or is it gonna anger him because he does have a small pee pee and now everybody knows it? What if he's killing people with small pee pees? Well, fuck, and you I'm still <laughs> and you still get the title as a small pee pee killer. Well, uh, oh, oh, still giving him that title though. He can't even that, kill anybody with big dick energy. There we go. Boom. Well, you have that. Well, then, if he's only killing people with small peepees, not only now does he have a silly serial killer name, 
But now everyone's going to think he's uh, a little gay inside for checking all these dudes' wieners. Ooh, I like the way you Ain't think. Ain't nobody Miles. want this on their conscience as they're trying to kill people. I feel right? like a gay serial killer is totally in the realm of possibility. Oh, absolutely. But it, it's all about that and like, title. What it, I don't know, man. Like, could you imagine, like, if you if you were gay and a serial killer, and, like, somebody called you this like, oh, man, he checks out dicks. And you're like, yeah, so I'll kill you too, bitch. There was almost a gay serial killer. <laughs> but sorry that I can't think of his name, but have you ever seen the Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? It's no, really creepy. I don't like cats. All right, well, this dude fucked with cats. He killed cats online, posted videos, and he's like, well, fuck it, I'm tired of killing cats. I'm going to kill my boyfriend. He killed his boyfriend. But Neat. anyways, dude, he it, it was fucking creepy. So no matter how he, gay he was, he still slayed some pussy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm glad you made the correlation before I did, because the joke was coming. <laughs> oh, props on that one, Lord Shorty. <laughs> All right, one more, one more for the day, because we were talking outside on our last break that we want to be the first podcast listened to not on Earth. So either in the space space station, one of those space stations. Or a fucking alien ship's just flying by. They're like, oh, let's see what How would they track that, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, our analytics are all posted, like, from devices that are connected to the internet and stuff like that, you know? And, like, they respond back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, if they only receive information, you know, the the, the alien spaceship, if they only receive information, we're not going to know if they ever listen to it. Well, maybe Aliens could have already listened to us. I think they'd come if they'd heard us. I'm I'm still thinking, you know... They're, they're passing by Earth, you know, they gotta hit some Wi-Fi or something for their little alien Sirius FM something. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, in relationship to that, in 2018, on February 6th, Elon Musk's company SpaceX launches Falcon Heavy, world's most powerful rocket. Neat. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. That's all we got for this in day in history. In this day in history, none of us can fucking talk today. Apparently, no, no. Free. What do you want to do for a living? I want to have a podcast where I talk all the time. Maybe I should work on talking correctly. Maybe we should have more elegant voices. Your voice is pretty fucking majestic. Though. I don't know about all that. It is, yeah. and you got a face for radio. Yeah, especially Ooh. when you do that, your eyes Ooh. look like little buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just briefly. <laughs> Alright, let's take a break We'll be right back Tyler Havlin Might not be back <laughs> Greetings, humanoids, goblinoids And all the other oids in between Do you like talking about Dungeons and Dragons? Do you enjoy listening to other people Talk about Dungeons and Dragons? Or talk about any other role-playing games. If you say yes to any or all of these, join me and Automatis on the Dimwits and Dummies podcast. An open discussion on our take on how to improve your game from the perspective of game master to player characters. Embrace your flaws and learn that everyone loves D&D. They just don't know it yet. go we're recording people here we go so <laughs> me and Riva, we were at the, we were at the museum today right checking out the uh maya exhibit <laughs> and i saw this little statue you can actually find it on the instagram right now but i swear to god it looked like a meth mouth mickey mouse now people listening try and say that at least once because you're gonna feel retarded when you say it yeah, shorty done fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it's, it's, it's so hard to say. But here's what I learned about the Mayans today. Or the Winnicks, whatever you want to call them. What did you... They what? called themselves Winnicks, I believe. Was that the name, Winnicks? Winnicks? Yeah, she thinks so. All right, so anyways, here's what I learned. These motherfuckers had extremely strong necks. Because every fucking hat or he- headpiece that these fucking people wore were the size of fucking Jerusalem. I'm telling you, they were fucking huge. I don't know how they're goddamn necks. That's probably why they ain't around no more. Are you talking fucking... about those people who wear those rings and shit around their necks and stretch them the fuck out? No, that's I'm Africa. Just this headgear. Was, this was in Guatemala, what, 3,200 years ago, maybe, something like that. I'm not sure. I think that's about right. I, I might have retained some of it. But yeah, they just wore these big, crazy, fucking elaborate pieces on their head. Sure. All right? So that's one thing I learned about them. The other thing I learned about them 
is they can't make any fucking animal look nice. Like, all their animals look aggressive as fuck. Like, every one of them. The meth mouth, Mickey Mouse, was a jaguar. But oh. it looked like Mickey Mouse done fucking dropped some acid, went John Wayne Gacy on a mu- bunch of motherfuckers, <laughs> and just, just slayed everybody. The pussies and the dogs. Hell like, yeah. I'm telling you what. I can't remember what the other thing... Oh, and they had the Mayans... They had this strange obsession with setting their peepees on their spears. Like, uh, we're going to carry our spear, but let's drape our dick over it. Every fucking hieroglyphic with their dicks hanging out, it was draped over their spears. Um, it's for intimidation. Well, they had yeah. big peepees. Are you, are you going to try and fight the guy whose uh, schlong's draped over his spear? Probably not. It's a key fighting tactic. One of my favorites. What are your, do you do that? I just get naked. No, you just get naked. Have nope. you ever seen the video of dudes just walking up to people randomly starting shit, Close rip all their off. clothes off, and they got the little one piece string bikini yeah. on? <clears throat> I want to try that. Well, see, that's always my thought. You know, anybody will fight anyone, but they—they they really gonna want to fight me when I'm naked? You got six four, two hundred plus pounds, little red pee pee coming at you. You really want that? Mm-mm. No, because what if you what if you have to wrestle it to the ground? They're just gonna have PP on your face. Exactly. Is it more a weird question? But is it more intimidating if the guy's hard? I don't know. I think if they're not hard, it'd be more intimidating. Because if it's if it's draped over the spear and you ain't fucking excited, like damn, what's it gonna take like, to get this motherfucker excited? Yeah. Like think about that self control though. I'm I'm coming at you butt naked, and I'm soft, flaccid as fuck. But like, if you're hard, it's the intention to fuck. You know, that's psychological. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I might I'm, survive a fucking... I ain't surviving a spear. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to think I'm coming on to them. We're here to fight. <laughs> Me being naked Who said anything about coming on to them? They, they got a heart on them. I'm talking about, about coming in them. You're stupid. That's gross. Shit's gonna get weird. Yeah. And they called everything Vessels. And they really liked incense. Mayans loved fucking incense. Not like actually fucking incense. I, I understand. Okay. Well, I had a brain squirrel. So, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, like, everything was incense holders. Hmm. Mayans. Guatemalans. Neat. I want to go see this shit. Have you ever actually seen the temples and shit? I've never been. Nope. No? Google the shit, dude. It's amazing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've Googled them and shit and seen them. Yeah, but I've never, like, been. So we were, we were looking at a layout of, um, I guess you would call it a city. Okay. And it's really neat. Everything was built, like, the placement of all the structures was built in triangles. So from any structure, you would have line of sight to any other major structure. If there's 25 major structures in the city, you can see all of them from one. Hmm. It was really cool. And to think that a fucking that long ago, a people that like to drape their PP over their spears could come up with something so elegant and intelligent. That's that's mind blowing. You see, I, I see that happening a lot with stuff when they when you know, historians and stuff go back in uh history to try and see how, you know, pyramids were made or how Roman concrete was done. They overlook such little things. I don't, you know, Romans, when they made concrete, they used seawater. Their recipe, they put, use water. <laughs> you know, that wasn't a thought to them to specifically say seawater. Yeah. You know, so we, we're overlooking stuff here in the, you know, year 2021. You know. Do you think it's because we don't let our dicks hang out enough? Absolutely. You think that's constricting our brains and our mental capacity? Yeah. I truly think the world would be a much better place if we all went naked. Yeah, humans weren't made to wear pants. True. I will agree with you on this, because I fucking story. hate pants. Everybody hates pants. Knickers suck. And that's why uh, that's why they uh, put their peepees on their spears, man. They're just hanging out. Yeah. The I... world would be much more peaceful if everybody was just naked. Because you would understand like why pe- some people are so angry all the time. I can believe that. You know that. what I'm saying? And you're like, you know what? I feel for this guy. You know, whatever. You will feel the might of the thunder thimble. Uh, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't, buddy. Sorry. 
I don't know. I well, see if we did that in the world, then my fighting tactic would change to getting dressed. That's like, it. Oh man, this motherfucker's putting on pants. He's about to get real. Putting on armor. <laughs> like, all right. So, so if we did walk around naked, would wars be fought naked, or would we still have a military uniform? How would we know who's in charge? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do black tie affairs? Wars wouldn't what, be a thing. What, what happens to I'm black tie you, affairs? Huh? What happens to black tie affairs? You wear a black tie, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> do you do you still tie it around your neck, or do you tie it around your PP? Tie it around your you neck. Prefer. Okay, I'd much rather tie something loosely around my PP. I would say tie it around your neck. You, we've called it a PP a lot this episode, and I that you does, started it, and that does not bother me. Like I, I like the term PP. It's just, it's it's comforting almost. Now, if you and Reba were getting intimate and she said, let me suck your pee-pee, would that like... Oh, dude, I would laugh and say, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See, to me, that's a... You. Not me. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you gotta understand. So, we're in bed. This, was this probably... is how I know you're actually a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's about two weeks ago, okay? Two, three weeks ago. We're, we're, we're cleaning the basement, and I find this turkey hat, okay? And it is, <laughs> it's a hat... It's got big long turkey on the on the top of it, and it's got the legs come down at, at, like the side of your face. Right. And they come to down about here, my nipple length height. Sure. Right. So I look at her. I was Thank like, you know what? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear this next time we're in bed. And she's like, oh boy. And she knows. She knows damn well. Don't question it. If I make a big deal out of it, he's gonna do it. Right. So we go to the bedroom that night. She goes to the bathroom. While she's in the bathroom, I pull this hat out from under the bed. I put this fucking thing on. She comes back in. I rip her pants off, and I go down on her with this fucking turkey hat on. <laughs> and it was fucking majestic. See, <laughs> look at her. She knows. <laughs> I'm starting to believe it now. <laughs> it was fucking great. I had to eventually take it off. Like, it was cool because, like, the turkey was fl- flopping down while I was doing it, and the beak was resting in her belly button. It was great. I had to take it off before I before I climbed up and out of there. But so I didn't get to finish with the turkey hat on. But the the moral of the story is I wore a damn turkey hat when I was wearing my VPAP. I don't know. I, I kind of wish the turkey hat would have been a little bit bigger than you're going downtown and she's getting motorboated by the turkey. That would have been fucking great. It would have been fucking great. So, yeah, I'm that, sorry. <laughs> said, I'm just, sorry. I, I feel not. so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Or I'll go down there and I'll sing to her while I'm doing it sometimes. Not Weird Al. You know, more romantic stuff like Avenged Sevenfold or something. But yeah. Just, Weird Al has romance songs. I know he does. Weird Al has everything. Yeah. Look, listeners, we got to get Shorty one time. We got to record him singing some Weird Al because this happened before the show started. He was just... Singing the fuck out of it. And look, I suggest to you, next time you're in a job interview, and the job interviewer asks you what your greatest skill is, you should tell them that you can recite Weird Al, Nerd, and Whitey. Word for word. White and nerdy. White and nerdy. Sorry. Yeah. Nerd nerd and Whitey. (laughs) (laughs) That's a superhero duo. (laughs) Fuck out of here. See if that gets you the job. I mean, I... As an interviewer, I, I would strongly ap- doubt it. I would appreciate that. I mean, I guess you- it depends on what the job's for. If it's for singing, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah show yeah. you have a voice and can remember some lyrics. Yeah, but if I'm going in to get like you know, like, hey, I want to be- apply to be this doctor. Like, all right, what are your skills? I can fucking sing the hell out of some white and nerdy. If you can, if you can memorize that song, you can memorize any medical book. Just saying. I mean, the question is going to be what comes to the forefront first, your medical knowledge or white and nerdy? Sitting there with some dude laying on a fucking bed having his heart open. It's like, all right. I don't know. What hits you first? The Mayan spear or his pee pee? Well, same difference. Which one's longer? (laughs) Hopefully the spear. Hopefully. Because if not, that dude's going to have a hard time working. And their their spears were all made of stone. All right. Anyways, wow. (laughs) How did I get back to mines? Okay. That's all right. We say we take a break and come back to some what the fuck facts. I'm down. Let's educate like some people that's not about Mayans. Or peepees. Or peepees. <laughs> None of your facts are about peepees, are they? <laughs> no. Okay, then we should be good. Oh, wait, maybe. <laughs>
And it's time to teach you what the fuck facts. Because we're educational and shit. Yeah. Squirrel. That's the way it is. Alright, so there's been this thing floating around. The first fact of the day is not a fact. It is a disproval of one. But it's still fucking hilarious. So there's been this thing going around on Facebook and like Twitter and shit. That the reason fake lashes were invented. Have you seen this, Miles? I have. It was by a prostitute named... Gerda Paridal to keep cum from getting in her ears or in her ears. My God. In her eyes. <laughs> right? And and like apparently like it was a big thing. Like people were finding this to be true. Like you they were sending in uh like Googling it and it was popping up on Google. Well apparently it made such a big deal that Google's like, well fuck. Look, people, this ain't true. So I'm here to burst your bubble. This is not true. They were invented in 1911 by a Canadian woman. And it was just to elongate her lashes and make her look pretty. Huh. But it would have been a lot cooler if it was invented by a prostitute. Because that shows some real ingenuity. Yeah, and I mean, for good reason. Like, I don't want cum in my eyes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel her struggle. A real fucking go-getter. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You feel her struggle? What? I don't want cum in my eyes. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I hope you're not putting yourself in that position. To, I mean, even if you are, I support you. Okay? I appreciate that. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, if somehow, like, if some guy is on a balcony <laughs> way above me and I'm walking by and he's beaten off and he comes and it gets in my eye, bad news bears, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I mean, where are you taking walks at, first of all? It doesn't matter anywhere there's a balcony. <laughs> Walk through Cincinnati. There's tons of them. Yeah, but I don't think you find many people just beating off randomly on their balcony. Dude, the world is filled with disgusting people. It, this is true. I do some nasty shit all the time. Yeah. I picked my nose at the museum today, and I couldn't find anything to wipe it on, so I just <laughs> rolled it for about 45 seconds and flicked it on the floor. Man. Did you witness this? <laughs> so I didn't know if she saw or not. I'm glad I know now that she saw me do it, and she's still left with me. She can't go anywhere else. You probably drove. <laughs> no, she drove and almost killed us. She ran over a fucking log in the middle of Cincinnati. I don't know how the fuck you do There's that. not even trees there. Dude, I'm telling you, there was four fucking lanes and not a single car around us. And she went out of her way to hit this log, I feel like. It was <laughs> fuck. Uh, oh, man, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, driving has never scared me until today. And <laughs> it was bad. Oh, and, and look. Fucking GPS is like, turn left. And she looks at the left, swerves right, but then continues straight. Oh. it was You got a what the fuck fact for us, Shorty. Yeah, sure. Before uh, I get something thrown at my head. Golly. <laughs> Alright, so. The Wodaba wife stealers. The nomadic Wodaba peel, uh, people of Africa's Shele Desert are known to steal each other's wives at an annual Gaowol festival. Huh. Yep. Where's this at? Uh, Shele Desert. The Shele Desert. Yep. We're never going to the Shele Desert, Reba. Yep. Well, see, uh, they said wives. Well, that that automatically uh, kind of institute a requirement to be invited. Oh, I guess. Okay, yeah. you got a good The point. men paint their faces and decorate themselves with feathers to dance the yaka. A courtship dance judged by the three uh, by three of the tribe's most beautiful women. All right, so is it actual pilfering, or are the wives down for this? Like, it sounds like the wives are down. Okay, because they're right. sitting there judging it. All right, just just making sure we weren't like. And really quick, if anybody's listening in Africa, I really apologize if I butchered any or all of that. It's still a funny fact. It is still fucking funny. The, that's like the world's... They're called the bl- fucking Wadabe Wife Stealers. Like, that's got to be the world's biggest swinger awesome. party. Dude, that's so good. I love it. You got another one for us? Uh, Stingrays can jump out of the water and kill you. Really? Yeah, they can jump out of the water. Why would they do that? I don't fucking know. Fuck you, that's why. Is it, isn't, isn't that what happened to fucking... Uh, Irwin. Steve no. Irwin? They didn't jump out of the water at him. Oh, that's right. He, he was, was an idiot and went in the water. Yeah. Swimming with stingrays. Who the fuck does that in their Steve right Irwin, mind? That's who does it. Yeah, look where it got people. him. Yeah, a lot of people do it, actually. Yeah, no no fucking thank you. Shit looks like a snake. The tail. The tail looks like a snake. 
You see that? It looks like Cat's snakes. Cat's tails look like snakes. No, they're furry. Stingrays are just like giant sea frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> and they smile. Exa- all the time. Yeah. But they also sad. kill you. Oh. No, just Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'm sure they've killed somebody else. Maybe. But just that guy in particular. Fuck him. Yes. Not me. Not me saying that. The stingrays. The, the, his son now swims with stingrays. How fucking dumb do you gotta be? I mean, their whole family is like super big on animal loving and shit like yeah. that and treating all those things right, man. Top notch for him. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking spot on, buddy. But let them have all the fucking stingrays and snakes. He's I'm... in the tri like the triforce of like um, wholesome. Steve Irwin. The triforce. The triforce of wholesome. What, yeah. What's the what's the other two forces? Uh, Bob Ross and Steve Rogers. Oh, uh, okay. Fucking uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. All right. I'm gonna say Steve See, Rogers. I think I we need to change myself. it from Triforce to something else because uh, we're, we're forgetting the gentleman from Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Oh fuck. Bar Burton. Yes. Dude, he is very wholesome. Do we have a four-sided relic? Square. A square? Not <laughs> a relic that I can think of. Hmm. A quad force. I mean, because quad that's... force. Yeah, maybe. Quad force. That sounds kind of weird, though. There for the longest yeah. time, it, like they referred to it as the Holy Trinity of Wholesome, and it was you know Steve Irwin, Bob Ross, and uh, Mister Rogers. Huh. I like it. I like. And it. And I don't give a fuck when anybody says Mister Rogers is on top of that list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was bringing education to little kids and shit when nobody else wanted to. Exactly right. That and he broke through so many barriers given his uh, time range of, for a lot of it. Really? Oh yeah. As you know, he was on. When racism was just, you know, the standard in life. And he broke right through that. You know, the the whole episode was him and the mailman, black gentleman. And he came in and invited him into his house and was sitting at the little kiddie pool soaking their feet on a hot day. Yeah. That's right, I saw busting that. Busting through them barriers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And there was actually, like, I remember, I remember reading something about that episode. Like, it got, like, people wanted it taken off the air. And well, like, that, there was and a huge petition for it. I might be remembering it incorrectly. I'm not sure. Someone would have to let you know for sure. But I actually think he received a letter from a, a child who was asking him these kind of questions. And that's what spun the whole episode was he didn't want this kid to feel different or left out. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah. I will like that. I won't make a joke about that. No, there was also there was also this thing about uh, Mr. Rogers that he read every piece of fan mail and replied if he could. Yeah. Every uh, piece of back fan then, mail. you gotta imagine he probably got so much, and it and it was all snail he, mail, dude. Even after like even after the show was mm-hmm. done, he still did it. People would still send him letters, and he would still send back. Well, it's they they made the movie here in the last year or two based off Mister Rogers' life, and yeah. his wife gave him a lot of the information for it. Yeah, and that was true. He'd be up all hours of the night replying to mail, and and then he even followed up further with some of them if they were having extreme problems. He would personally reach out to them via mail or phone just to make sure they were doing all right. If he didn't hear back from them, yeah. Did you guys see the movie? I did. Yeah, I did. I did, did see. Did the Tom movie. Hanks do it justice? Oh, it was, he did it, do it a very good, good job. Okay. Cool. Very good. Because I mean, any other time, like I mean, fuck. I like other, Tom Hanks. He does it. Yeah, job. but usually, I mean, as long as he's not on a plane or a boat, I guess <laughs> we're okay. That's fair. <laughs> very fair. He fucked those up. <laughs> fuck. All right. Here's one. In a deck of cards, the King of Hearts is the only king without a mustache. What? In a deck of of cards, the King of Hearts is the only one. I know. I like how all of our eyes started shooting around for a deck of cards. You know there's got to be a deck of cards in this motherfucker somewhere. Look, these cards don't count because these are specialty decks. I know, I know, I know. But I'm wondering if my Harley Davidson cards are... Alright, room temperature is defined as between... 20 to 25 degrees Celsius, 68 to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. All right, here we go. King of Spades, it has a mustache. King of Hearts, it does not have mustache. a mustache. King of Diamonds has a mustache. Mustache. Huh. There we go. That's Fucking why weird. That's why they're facts, people. Why? I have no clue. Why do these, like, why do these guys get mustachios and this guy doesn't? That seems unfair. You know, he also kind of doesn't have a beard either. It's weird looking. Like, none of them have, like... I mean... This guy looks like he has a bunch of penises on his face. Look at that. 
Oh, I don't know dude. why I flipped the card upside down. He does look like it's <laughs> on his face. It does. It looks like you put your yeah, little pieces. Yeah, yeah the card's the same either I'm, way, buddy. I'm aware. I'm, I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> oh, look at the crack. I, I was thinking it was going to be a magic trick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, do, you yeah, the, that, do you want to see Becky? Let's show Becky. Hey, Miles. Pants. Did you know <laughs> that an Australian aircraft carrier, Qantas, stands for Queensland? And Northern Territories Aerial Service. I don't know why I read that one. That one's dumb. Let's go to a different Still one. Still didn't know that. Hey, guess how many mosquitoes it takes to drain a human body, the average human body? How many? Uh, 1,200,000. That's a All lot. All sucking of... at the same time to drain a human body. That's a lot of mosquitoes. That is a lot of mosquitoes. Could that many mosquitoes even land on you at once? I don't think they could. I mean, mosquitoes are small. They are small. And, and, now, and again, if you were butt naked, they probably could. I mean, me, maybe. I'm a bigger man. Maybe. Which, speaking of, look, Miles, I really, for, for, my, for my self-confidence, I'm usually the tallest in the room, okay? And here we are again <laughs> with somebody taller than me. So I just want you to know that you being here really hurts my self-esteem, but I still enjoy you being here. And I, I don't know why I caressed your knee, but <laughs> it happened. I, I liked it. I know you did. <laughs> the the knee rubbing, not the crushing your self esteem. <laughs> I mean, really both. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, rub his knee. I don't. I don't like to make people feel bad. All right. Well, I don't know. Venetian blinds were invented in Japan. Who's blinds? Venetian blinds. That sounds like a person. No, Venetian. It's like, um, do you know the style of blind I'm talking about here, back, Reba? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think Venetian blinds are like the wood slat horizontal. Hmm. But yeah, they're called Venetian, but they're originated in Japan. There are only four words in the English language which end in D-O-U-S. Can we guess what they are? What? Sorry. There are only four words in the English language which end in D-O-U-S. Do you know what they are? And this is weird because I'm going to spend the rest of the day trying to figure out other words, but these have all been spot on so far. Okay. They are hazardous, horrendous, stupendous, and tremendous. I would make a joke about those all rhyming, but of course they all rhyme because we just said they all end in the same what fucking about treacherous? letters. Treacherous? Treacherous? You said D O U S. Oh, D O. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. There's no D in treacherous. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's all right. I was just thinking of words that rhymed with them. Sorry. Hmm. Rhyming words in the English language don't make sense. How do you get pony and baloney? <laughs> I like those two words though together. But they're spelled <clears throat> completely differently. Yeah. I would actually like to eat some pony baloney. I wonder if it would be good. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just hate the fact that read and red uh, don't sound the same. But yeah. they're the spelled the exact same. God, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the English language is dumb. Like yeah, four languages in a trench coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine if Tony was spelled by, like baloney. That would be so cool. Poor I Tony. Imagine somebody has done that. <laughs> like, there's got dude. I've seen some of the dumbest fucking names ever spelled out, and like that sounds like one of them. I I want to know who came up with the spelling for baloney. Because I mean, Oscar Mayer. Stupid. Yeah, Jesus. I'm Dupaloni was around before Oscar Mayer, wasn't it? Huh? Yeah, and then, until he named it, they just called it that round meat with the red tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out when bologna was made. When was... Hey, I got a weird fact for you. June and December are statistically more likely to have teens lose their virginity. Really? June and September? December. Oh, December. Yeah, well, I don't know. How the fuck they get into each other's houses? I don't know. Fucking June and December, man. That's fucking December birthday, and I still, still nothing. How old were you when you lost your virginity, Miles? Uh, how old? How old was I in uh, fucking junior year of high school? Oh, well, no, that's not too bad. Uh, 17, 17, 18. 16, 17. Were Something. you held back at all? No. No, 16, 17. <laughs> yeah, that's you not know. bad. I guess I mixed it up, you know. I thought I went to school to learn, not get laid, but... Eh. You know, whatever. And, Bologna was invented in the 1400s. I don't got an exact date, but yeah. When did Oscar Mayer show up? Alright, let's find out. When, when Oscar <laughs> Mayer... When 
was Oscar. 1883 in Chicago, Illinois. Well, he's the one who named it. <laughs> 400 That's years what I'm later. dealing with. Four years. <laughs> he's a time traveler. All right, I got one more what the fuck fact. Right. I don't know if y'all got any more, but here, it is statistically proven that if you do not play the lottery and then you start listening to the Inner Idiot Podcast and start playing the lottery, your chances increase exponentially. See what you did there. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Over. Listen to the Internet podcast and play the lottery, and you got a better chance of winning it. It rains metal on Venus. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One last fact from Shorty. One last fact. All right, we'll Miles, take... hold on. Stop. Pause. Okay. okay, pause. Miles, you always enlighten me with weird shit all the time. Oh, God. Give me a fucking fact. Just a weird, I, off I the top of my head knowledge yeah. that I like to, to pass on to people is uh, the spelling giraffe. That one was a spelling word way back when, and I just I could not remember it. So my mom helped me remember it the easiest way possible. You turn the word into a sentence. So girls in robes are fist fighting everywhere. Spells giraffe if you take the first letter from each word. Nice, I like it. Yeah. You know a word I can never spell, and if it wasn't for appreciate or for autocorrect, it's appreciate, by the way. <laughs> if it wasn't for autocorrect, I would never use the word appreciate. I actually spelled it right one time, and then on my keyboard, just fucking typed in a bunch of fucking letters just to see if my autocorrect was working still. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I got this right. No way. All right, so let's take a break. We'll come back for Shorty's Pool. Do you got a pool today? Uh, or am I promising the people something I can't deliver on? I can come up with something. All right, we'll be back for Shorty's <laughs> Pool. back it's that time for shorty's pool yeah yeah pool, yeah yeah, yeah. we got for us today Lola. so this is a uh again like i know i'm gonna be this is gonna be a repeat for me it's talking about batman like just because that's who i'm the most influenced by or i guess the most i read but uh this is called the dark prince charming it is um it's written and drawn by an italian artist uh marini and dude, I'm telling you, it's some of the coolest um, depictions of Joker and Harley Quinn that I've ever seen. Like, I love the way they look. Like, uh, Joker, I mean, he, his suit is pretty standard, like the purple and whatnot. But the way his makeup is done is very um, French. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like the French mimes or whatever. But he has, you know, his classic, you know, white and red and uh, a little bit of green and whatnot. And Harley Quinn's done up like a an Italian circus act. Like, you see, I don't have a statue of it, sadly. But um, the Circus Delay, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that kind of style. Like, she's got a real, like, frilly dress and whatnot. She goes around. You know, she's still got her baseball bat and whatnot. But anyway, the whole story, uh, the plot focuses around uh, this lady who claims to have a child uh, with Bruce Wayne from, like, a one-night stand from years ago. And so Joker and Harley Quinn kidnap this uh, girl. And the whole time Batman is trying to, like catch you know find the girl whatever chase her around town and it's only a two-part series it's really short but um joker the whole time is really antagonizing and really like trying to beat this girl down mentally when harley quinn will beat her physically but is like super reassuring the whole time you know what i'm saying it's fucking weird and like there's a lot of uh batman and bruce wayne is really struggling with um being uh how do i want to say it he's really struggling with the idea that this actually might be his kid because he can recall the woman he just can't recall the night you know what i'm saying like he can't remember he's like okay i know we did something but i can't remember exactly the you know everything that went on that evening and so he's dealing with the fact that he might be a father you know to a child that he doesn't he's unaware of or whatever like of course this woman's coming after money you know whatever it's bruce wayne it's the richest person in the you know gotham city but it's a really cool story and a really cool dynamic because the whole time bruce wayne is freaking out like he is his calm collected self you know most of the time or whatever but you see a lot of the you know his inner monologue you know like what do i do if it's mine 
I, you know, and first and foremost, he's always worried about the child's safety and going in or whatever. And Joker, like, the whole time is giving this monologue to this child, you know, like, even if Bruce Wayne is your father, he doesn't care about you. He never did all this stuff. It's beating down this girl or whatever. And, of course, you know, toward the end of the comic, you know, when Bruce finally does rescue the girl, they they have a really deep discussion between her and Batman or whatever because, of course, you know, he doesn't reveal himself as Bruce, you know. Um, but he, he does have a deep discussion, you know, like, I can't tell you if Bruce Wayne is your father, but if he does, I assure you that he does love you and he does care about you. He would go to the ends of the earth to save, you know, save you or whatever. She goes, what? You know, and the little girl's like, well, he did, you know, and kind of like this that, and the other. And it tears Bruce apart because he can't reveal himself to this right. little girl because then his secret's out there and all this other stuff. And it's a really cool story. The artwork is superb. Like, it's some of the best art I've ever seen. I love the depiction of Joker, Harley Quinn. Even the bat suit looks really good. And the depiction of Gotham is really neat through it all. It's got a really steampunky vibe to it. And it's really cool. But, yeah, short, sweet, that's it. And what's the name of it again? It's called Batman the Dark Prince Charming. The Dark Prince Charming. Yes. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. It's super good, super good read. My niece, it's actually one of her favorite books. She still won't give it back to me. So what would you do if, if you had a kid out there that you didn't know about? How, uh, how would you deal with that? Well, I guess it get, I guess it depends on how I found out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the mom, you know, if the mom comes to me and says, hey, this is your kid, you need to take care of it, I would jump on that opportunity. They're like, yeah, sure, that's totally fine. Why did you keep this, you know, why did you keep this hidden from me? What, you know, what's up, like? why you know what i'm saying like why did you wait x amount of years to show me i had this child you know what i'm saying um but i would i mean i guess i would just try to be in its life i guess it would depend on the entire situation you know what i'm saying right like, who, who all is involved because i don't want to fuck this kid up to the extent of like yeah what if they have a happy life already exactly yeah. right and like if i find out that way like if i find out like if i just see a kid and i'm like oh shit that's mine like, that has got to be my spawn. And then I find out who the mother is, and, like, I confront her about it. You know, like, hey, is that my kid? And, you know, she hits me with yes or maybe. You know, like, fuck. Yeah, but at that point, if the kid has a good life and you know you don't want to step in, do I would you not. Wanna? No, I wouldn't get involved. Yeah, I, w- I, wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't even want to know. Well, I mean, at it, that point. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I did, like, if I don't know, I don't know. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, no harm, no foul. But if I did find out and I did, you know, and I know then, you know, I have to live with the idea that, like, this child is out there being raised by, another, you know, the woman and another man who, you know, isn't me or whatever. And if the kid is happy, the kid's happy. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And if the kid's not happy, I would interject, you know, whatever. Like, that would be my duty as a father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to step in and just be that role model. Because I've almost been in the possession of children before. You know what I'm saying? Like I know it sounds fucking. It sounds yeah. weird. Odd it sounds. Phrasing. It's it sounds weird, but like I've had I've had a kid uh, who's been in and out, like who has been in my life majority, major, all of theirs life actually, and when they were, um, I want to say eleven, um, I had to pick I had to pick them up from school, and on like we always would stop and get uh, we would always get, stop and get lunch. And then I would take them to the comic book store with me because it was Wednesday. So we'd pick up comic books. And as we're driving down the road to drop them off from school, you know, he turned to me and look. And she asked if I would adopt her. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? And I was like, in a heartbeat, like without even hesitation, I didn't, I didn't hesitate at all. I was like, what's going on? What's happening? But yes, like you're more than welcome. I don't care what my living situation is. You always have a place to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, that's how I feel like, you know, like that kid isn't, you know, they're not even related to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like if it came down to it, I would, you know, in a heartbeat. Like this kid I know is not my child. I know it's not blood related to me. But if I had to, I would step up and be the parent if I had to. And th- see, this is where I really love D- DC at is they they give you these situations that that make you think like, what would I do in that situation? Yeah, it, it humanizes the superhero supervillain genre. 
Yeah. And and makes it more relatable. Sure. So. Well, see a lot of the a lot of comic books, man, when um a lot of people, you know, they always say like all oh, Marvel is, you know, these heroes that are human and, you know, uh DC is these gods who are trying to be human or whatever. And like that says a lot about both both franchises, you know what I'm saying? Like Marvel has these heroes who, you know, um and I would argue vast majority of them aren't he- human, you know, whatever. Right. And just like the vast majority of DC heroes aren't human, you know what I'm saying? But like they all go through human struggles. And, you know, one of the best, you know, one, reading comic books or watching the movies or, you know, animations or whatever you're whatever however you consume the medium, like it is it's empowering to see somebody with so much strength, so much ferocity and all this knowledge still struggle with things from the everyday, you know, whether it be love, loss or, you know, child care, or alcoholism, drugs, whatever. You know, seeing a hero battle these things that are so real to us in our world that and watching them overcome it, that's huge amounts of inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I you know, every time I read Batman, you know, I've had you know, I've I've gone through my share of turmoil and trauma and stuff like that. And watching Batman go out and be a hero to, you know, the misfortune and the, you know, downtrodden and stuff like that. That is a huge uplift for me. You know what I'm saying? Clark Kent, you know, Superman, he didn't go through all the struggles. He had a very blessed life. You know, he was raised by two loving parents. You know, his parents died when... Um, they were way older and he was already an adult and moved away from home and stuff like that. But even them dying, like he still struggled with that emotionally and he did lash out in anger. You know, every time he got into a fight, he was a little bit more violent. Um, I forget the name of the comic book, but it was a justice league issue shortly after Martha and Jonathan Ken passed away. And Bruce went, or uh, Bruce actually went, Bruce and Diana, of course, the Trinity go to Superman's aid. Like, Hey, that was a little hard and he was dismissive of them. He didn't want to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? And that that's a lot of what we do as people now. Like if we're going through a hard time, we shun the people who care about us the most away and we go into our deeper vices, you know, whether, you know, whether it be drugs or violence or whatever, you know, alcohol, you know, and we see Superman like the pinnacle of hope, peace and justice and stuff like that. He is the atypical hero. We watch him struggle that way. And that to me speaks more inspiration than anything. You know what I mean? Yep. And I, man, golly, get me hyped on it. <laughs> all right, that's about all we got today, people. That's it. Miles, thank you for coming on today. You've been a wonderful guest. Well, thanks for having me. Always. You are always welcome back. Today's outer idiots of the day is. Let me get my index cards. Tim from Australia and Caitlin from Canada. They are from the Unexpected Podcast. Big shout out to you guys. Thank you for being fans. Thank you for the support. And that's it. So wait, hold on. They're from Australia and Canada? Yes. Huh. Neat. Yep. They uh their podcast is done a little differently than ours. They Right, 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 right. But it's pretty cool. I've listened to it. It's a good listen. What's it called? The Unexpected. The Unexpected Podcast. I like it. Right. So that's it. In the meantime. In the betweens time. Remember, the best way to fly. Throw yourself out the ground and miss. Cue the music. We out.